Welcome to Absolute Fire. I'm your host, Money Michelle, diving into all things fire, the one inside you, and the flames we use to create some killer food. Everyone has a story to share. This show is to inspire you to keep that flame blazing or to just help set off a much-needed spark. Either way, I know you'll find it here. All right, on today's episode, my special guest is head chef for her own family, all while keeping the world entertained and hungry, creating recipes for us to love. She's a cookbook author and a social media queen, Tara Ippolito, Mm -hmm. El Dente Diva. Welcome (laughs) to Absolute Fire. Hey, Michelle, thank you so much for having me. That intro, I love it. (laughs) It's just perfect for you. Um, So how are you today? I'm good. I'm a little tired today. I got my coffee, but you know, it's a it's a beautiful day in Jersey, so I'm happy. Yeah, it's a beautiful day here too. We're neighbors, right? Jersey. Cheers, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get some background here. We're gonna start with some background. Let's do it. So where did you get the inspiration for, you know, cooking, creating recipes and like deciding to share them on social media? Well, <clears throat> cooking and entertaining kind of go hand in hand with me. So I was always like like I just like being around people. So I always like to have people over. I was in a sorority in college at Johnson and Wales. And I just always liked having people over and you got to feed people when they're over. And the yeah. more food you have, the more likely they're to come back and the later that they stay. So I always liked having food out and, you know, friends would ask me, Hey, how did you make that spinach dip? Um, or how did you make that like chili dip or what was in this or that or yada, yada. So I kept like, you know, like the old school way of writing it on a note card. Yeah, <laughs> like index that. cards, yeah. So yeah, the index card, that's what I meant. So I would like write the same recipes all the time on these index cards. And I'm like, this is really nice, but wouldn't it be so great if I just did it one time and I could just have a place that I could tell my friends, hey, you're, I know you like that. You wanted that? Great. Here it is. It's on whatever. And Instagram was just coming out at the time. And I'm like, you know, I'm feeling a little ballsy. I think... I'm going to like start a persona of my, like for myself. And I came up with the name Al Dente Diva and I'm like, this is going to be like my thing. I'm going to share these little recipes and it's going to just be like a super fun thing to do. Okay. I wanted to ask you that cause I didn't know. How did you yeah. think of Al Dente Diva? Do you like your pasta Al Dente? No. That- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not even necessarily, but, um, cause I always wondered I, that cause I don't like it al dente, which usually Italians do, I guess, but I'm like, I need to ask her that. It, you know, I don't even consider myself that much of a diva either, but it's I, so I, funny. <laughs> so I wrote a list, um, and I wrote like a bunch of words that I just like liked on a list. Like I did cooking terms on one like column and on the other column I did things like diva, queen, princess, like, you know, all like, yeah. Cause I wanted to come across that I was cooking and that I was a girl in my, in my thing, like a, a person, a human yeah. person. So I mean, diva's good though. It's better than it's princess. Cute. What, I mean, yeah, I like it better out, than princess. <laughs> I like it so much better than princess. Yeah. But sometimes when I'm coming up with ideas, even the bad ones sometimes can spark good ones. So I yeah. like to like write all everything that I'm thinking down. And then I kind of like was crossing out things. I'm like, like you said, like, ah, princess is kind of lame. Like queen, maybe diva's kind of cool. Uh, let's see what, what I can come up with. And I was crossing out all the cooking terms that I didn't like. So I was left with maybe like five and five or five and three. And I was just going like, all right, well this and that, like this kind of works. Is that kind of work? Putting them together. I'm like, oh, then they was kind of cute. So I'm like, just let me stick with it and go with it. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, I know it's not easy. And I remember those no. days when I started. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I kind of now sometimes think about getting rid of love and every morsel and I go, 
I mean, I guess the way I thought of it was there's a lot of love in my food. Like I can't even tell you that's all I care about is feeding people and make, you know, food makes everybody happy. But I'm like, all right, I can't even tell you how many people are like, all right, so what's the name on Instagram? And I go to tell them I have to like spell out morsel. I'm like, why did I choose this? For real, nobody understands morsel. They're like, so like morsel like a chocolate? I'm like, no, it's just like a little, like it's in every little piece, right? A morsel. Yeah. Well, it's hard when you think of a name because people like hold you to it. Like people yeah. be like, oh, Dente Diva. Like, what are you doing making like a chicken pot pie? That's not Italian. I'm like, listen, I made this name up so many years yeah. ago. Everything yeah. I cook isn't going to be like Italian like that, but whatever, you know? So growing up, who was the one that gave you inspiration? Who cooked in your family? My mother always had dinner at the table at five o'clock when my dad would come home from work. He had a super hard labor job. He was a garbage man in New Jersey and he would get up early. Excuse me. He would get up early. He would be at my house walking into my door at five o'clock on the dot and me and my four, like I'm one of four, my brothers and my sister would be at that table at five o'clock with my mother sitting down with a hot meal for him every single day at five o'clock. And I just loved Like, I loved that. I loved the um, stability of that and coming home, the anticipation of that. And when you have a couple of siblings, you know, when you're one of a couple of kids, yeah. it's kind of hard to get everyone together all the time. So um, my mother is a great cook. We have very different cooking styles. She is a Russian immigrant and learned how to cook from cookbooks, um, teaching her like, okay, this is American food, like how to make a meatloaf, how to make chili. And then um, kind of learned how to cook Italian from like my, her mother-in-law, my grandmother and stuff. But the one thing that I did get from my mother, the one thing that I really took away from my mother's cooking is just that, like having dinner at the table at that time for all of us to like sit and congregate. And again, that's where the entertaining like thing yeah. comes from. Like it doesn't matter. It could be a pizza. It doesn't matter what you're eating, but you're all there present at the same time talking to each other. And I love that. I love that too, but it's hard. Like sometimes I feel like if my kids don't want to eat, cause I do have picky kids and like, everyone's like, Oh, your kids must love all your food. Yeah. I freaking wish mm-hmm. they love all my breakfast foods, all my desserts. But other than that, dinner's a little more difficult. So if mm-hmm. you know, our dinner's not done at the exact same time, like it's hard to like juggle because I'm like, all right, I'm making five meals. No, not all the time, but sometimes, you know, they're like, oh, no, I don't I'm the same way. And so uh, to get everything done at the same time, you know, you have two boys, right? I do. Mm-hmm. Do they love everything that you make? No. Okay, good. You're on the <laughs> so, same page. So, I felt bad yeah, for a few minutes. No, I was like, Damn. like, no, absolutely not. But I still will have it there. Like when my yeah. husband gets out of work, when my kids get out of school, there's a hot meal waiting for them. I do the same thing for like breakfast two in the morning. I like cook for everybody in the morning. But you're um, making more than one meal like me. It, it depends if like last night was my first night home from Cali. So I made chicken cutlets and I know across the board, like I yeah. specifically did that because I know across the board um, that everyone's going to like it, but you know, I'll make my kid all the time. You know how it is. I have a four-year-old. Oh, I'll make him peanut butter and jelly and then I'll go to give him the peanut butter and jelly. He's like, I meant cream cheese. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, but, and I try to instill, cause my father also too, like we go out to eat all of us and he'd be like, you guys can order anything that you want. I don't care what you get off the menu. Order two entrees if you want, but do not, not eat it. Like whatever you're ordering, you better eat, like do not waste food. And I try to instill that to my kids too. 
But at the end of the day, I'm like a sucker. I'm like, fine. You of want the course, cream cheese? I know. <laughs> Here's I know. the cream cheese. I don't I'm even like you, care. Whatever. Like you said, you wanted a piece of dia. Like they're obsessed with these pizza dias. Like it's freaking a tortilla that. with some mozzarella and some rayo sauce. I'm like, I I, you said that. this is what you wanted. This just happened the other night. Um, okay, so how do you balance it all? Because you put out a lot of content. You're really doing a great job at growing. Thank and you. You have Thank a lot. You, so much. you have a lot going on. So how yeah. is it? Are your kids just super easy for you? Is your house spotless? Like, how do you juggle it all? <laughs> my kitchen's spotless because it's my only freaking place in the whole house that I can claim without like boys being yeah, all over same, it. Same but, for me. But you know, I don't, I appreciate the compliment. I really, really do. I just think when you're doing social media, it's so easy to get praise from it because you're, what you're doing is people are looking at you at your job all the time. So mm-hmm. like people are kind of like, holy crap, how do you do all this? And still, but it's like, if I had a regular job, um, you, you know, you just like are seeing what I'm doing more than somebody who has like a nine to five sitting at a a desk, but I'm cooking every day, just like you. So it's not like I started social media and was like, Oh, I'm going to cook on social media. Like I was cooking and then I was like, I'm going to put it on social media. So without me recording it, I'm still making chicken cutlets yesterday. It's still happening. And now that I have had so much experience in it, um, I know like the videos, like I like almost am narrating as I'm going. I can like see the whole thing, like a storyboard, like from when I get yeah. the, the groceries to when I'm done cooking, then I'm like, you know, I'm not going through 15 minutes of footage anymore. I'm going through four minutes of footage that you I'm cutting better. down to one minute. Yeah. And so you get better. Yeah. And, and faster. Yeah. With the better editing. and okay. faster. And my turnaround time is great. Great. Okay. Good. So basically, do you have any advice for anyone who's looking to do this? Who's like, you know what, I have a dream. Um, You know, they see how good you're doing. And, you know, I mean, you do have over a milli on TikTok. (laughs) You have a lot of peeps. Um, I do. Do you have any advice for anyone who would love to have this be their goal? I do. I have a couple pieces of of golden nuggets of advice that I feel like are good to share. Um, one is there's a, going to be a million people, the chances of you starting like your own little niche. Is that what, it, how you say it? Your own little yeah, niche, like some, something, okay. Something like completely out of nowhere that no one's done before at this point, everything's saturated. Pretty rare. Is saturated. Pretty rare, yeah, yeah. Food, food is saturated, travel saturated. So like the only thing that's gonna make you stand out from the next guy is showing your own personality. Everyone has an individual personality, take it or leave it, whatever it is, your personality is yours and no one can really duplicate it. And if they do try to duplicate it, it's not going to be as good as the original. You are the original you show the world who you are and the people that like you will like you. The people that don't don't. My second um, thing of advice is be consistent. I have every excuse in the world, not to crank out content, you know, I have a special needs child. I'm working here. Like I'm doing a million things at once, just like everybody else. But what's going to separate you from the pack is just being consistent. You have to keep going and keep going and keep going. And like, that's what's going to separate you from the people that have what it takes to do this and the people that don't, because you're also going to get shit on a lot in the beginning. And there's nothing really you could do. Like you have to want to do it. Like you can't want to do it for the followers. You can't want to do it for like the internet fame. No, there has like, to or be even the money. Yeah, there has yeah, to be a it, passion behind it, and yes. the consistency is key. I could say that a hundred percent. I'm a procrastinator, so being consistent sometimes isn't my strong suit. 
Um, I am getting better at it, but I got to say Instagram really likes consistency as well. You know, that sure. algorithm is like, be consistent or we're hiding mm-hmm. you. So I try my best at that, but I do agree with both of those. Is mm-hmm. that your, are those your two tidbits or is there more? I think that was it. That's yeah. really it. I think it, it's yeah, great advice. <laughs> it is. It's great <laughs> advice. Cause it's the main, it's the main stuff really, but your content is great. And the more that you put out, then the more like you have like your catalog of stuff. So guess what? If you're like tired one day, you don't feel like doing it, repost. That's yeah. it. Do you want to know what my problem is with that? Because a lot of people say that, you know, just repost stuff that's old. I don't love keeping all the footage. I'm a weirdo. So I'll go back and just like delete. I'm like, yeah, I don't need this anymore. So then it's not fresh. So I'm like, I don't know how to repost because then when you repost off, you know, social media, you have the watermark and whatnot now. So I'm well, not really a good reposter. Here's another great piece of advice because I hate, like, like if you look at my kitchen right now, I have nothing out on my counters. Like, in my personal space, I don't like clutter. It, like, clutters my mind. I don't like yeah. it. Same thing with my phone and notifications and all that stuff. So I'll do a video. Like, let's take chicken cutlets from yesterday. I never edit in app. I use a third-party app so there's no watermark. So that way I can post it to every app that I want. And I keep that original... I keep that original video. So I just edited and posted a video of chicken cutlets. I'm going to go back and I'm going to delete all of the footage that I took for the chicken cutlets. And I'm only going to keep that original video. And I'm going to put that original video in its own folder that says food blog. So when I want to repost something, I can go back. And if, if like my audio changes, depending on my mood, some days I'm goofy, some days I'm serious, some days I'm happy, whatever, sad, whatever it is. So like if you're in the mood in a mood, you could just yeah. go back and redo the audio and it's it's it keeps everything nice and organized. It's great. Okay, that's incredible advice and I'm absolutely doing that. You're like mm-hmm. the hundredth person that said, Michelle, why do you edit in app? I'm like, I don't know, because it's easy. You really shouldn't be doing that. Just because, like you said, then you're kind of screwed because you know, Pinterest doesn't want you posting stuff with TikTok's logo. TikTok doesn't yeah. want you posting stuff with Instagram's logo, and they all like are in this like circle that's like, well, I don't want you, you know, promoting any other app. So you're, it's good to edit in that, in that specific app for that app. Like TikTok will like reward you for doing that. But then, yeah, you, if you use any features from any app in the app, um, they usually feed, they usually like will reward you for that in some way with views or whatever. But um, it's just doesn't make sense for you long term, especially since like, you know, this is a hard, this is hard to do every day. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to need reposts. You really are. I really do. And then sometimes I just skip days. And then honestly, I do yeah. feel like you get a little punished. Like your, your shit doesn't get pushed out much at all. You, you do. And not to like totally veer off subject, but you know, I'm trying to get better at not being so structured in what I post. Like I've switched up my style a little bit and I've switched up like, um, like I'm just trying to be a little bit more diverse and give, cause I feel like, I don't know, people might be bored of my style. So when I don't feel like editing, taking, you know, wh- however much time it takes me to edit a video and film a video, I'm like, Oh, I could just put up a video of me, like asking people how they like their coffee, like drinking a coffee or like, I don't know, making eggs in the morning or, or something like simple. I do like that though. And you know what? Nice. I think I like it. Cause I probably am like majority of people. You are your brand, obviously, Al Dente Diva, but people like you. That's why you're doing so well. They like your food and they like you. Just like you said, that was your advice before, right? So if you are going to put yourself out there in a little clip, you know, asking how do they like their coffee or whatnot, 
they're going to get to know you more. They're going to feel like they have a little bit of a relationship. And I yes. think that's good. I think that's good for a brand and good for you. Yeah, I think, well, I just want to say feelings mutual because I like you too. <laughs> well, I'm glad. You know, If you're ever, if you, you know, same thing with you, like, it's nice to like give people like a taste of who you are. Um, you know, sometimes worry though, like I worry sometimes some people are like, no, we don't need this. We're here for the food. And I hate that. No, but you want to know what just be, I used to be, I know it's really, really, really hard in the beginning. It's really hard too. But like, you know, this is like doing these little vlogs that I've been doing, it's like, I get such low views on those and I get so such little likes, but like, I'm at the point right now. And like, I guess career, I guess you'd call it a career. I'm at the, yeah. the point where like, I'm putting out content that I want to see also, like, I'm not so worried about, or only thinking about what the viewer wants to see, because the truth is some people will really like those mini vlogs. Some people will and the people that don't scroll past. You're right. And you know, I'm not so f- afraid of losing the follower because I'm like, you know, I don't want to no, be a and, you should. and I've been getting a lot better with that. I feel like as you grow, mm-hmm. you learn so much more about yourself and about this whole social media world. But yes, I loved your vlog when you were in Cali. Thank you're you. Take, you're like, it's such a short little clip, but you're like taking us on mm-hmm. a little journey. And I mean, I'm one that really enjoyed it. I was like, oh, my God. That's Thank awesome. you. And you're with Perez Hilton, which I thought was beyond cool. Not yes, to mention that concert with Sarah. Oh, oh my God. It was, she was a doll. She was so nice and sweet. And, um, I didn't really take footage with Perez. Like I wish I did a whole thing, but I'm still like, like I still get like, st- I was a huge fan of his blog. I mean, for years. So like, still yeah. when I hang out with him, I'm still like, all right, let's not push it. I don't want to be like putting a camera in his face. Like, well, I'm going to video us walking down the street. Like I yeah. just try to play it. Cool. How did you, how did you become friends with him? So I became friends with him a couple of years. I mean, this was like a slow roll of a friendship. Like, yeah. um, you know, it was like a friendship flirting there for like a while. Like I was on TikTok and I went on his page. So I'm like, oh my God, Perez Hilton. And you could see who follows you. And he was following me. I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. So then I followed him back and he would like comment on my stuff here and there. And I would comment on his stuff there and there. And then he would go on live and he would shout me out on his lives. Like, hey, Aldente Diva. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> Perez Hilton, like knows who I am. And then- Back and forth, like, you know, with just like, like little like friendship flirting, like I said, like back and forth. And then he just started sending me DMs asking me about TikTok advice and like this and that. And I um, hooked him up with my manager. So he signed with my manager. And then we just started getting more and more comfortable talking to each other and sharing like little tips and stuff. And then he was out in New Jersey and I met up with him at a film set. I was there when he was filming some movie that's going to be out, I think around Christmas time. And then when I was in Cali, I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in Cali. He's like, great. I'm going to this concert. You want to come? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> so I went incredible. to his house and we went. Yeah, yeah I've, been, awesome. I've been a fan of his forever. When he was like really way, cool. way larger, pink hair, right? Mm-hmm. Like back in the mm-hmm. day. I mean, I feel like he's like a one-stop shop when you want to know about celebrity world. I mean, it's He just- is. And you know what I feel bad about him for is that a lot of people give him shit for like, you know, now with like the, how it is. Because, really yeah. And just telling it how it is. But like the truth is, and I feel, I feel like he hasn't ever said this to me, so I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I feel like he like harbors a little bit of guilt about like how he was like, because so many people give him shit online yeah. for it. But the truth is, and this is really the truth that people aren't ready to hear he would have never had a website had all of us not have been so hungry to get that information. 
Yes, it wasn't that Agreed. great. It wasn't very nice. It was like pretty toxic, you know, but at the time it wasn't the celebrity culture like it is now. And, you know, I was refreshing his website all the time. I'm like, this person like, you know, was out and this person called that person a bitch and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? We were all into it and he would have never had a career, had, had the, all of us had not been on his website. So I don't think it's fair to give him all that crap. I agree. Um, I think that there's there's a lot of celebrities that, that like him or appreciate mm-hmm. because he's helped many people grow. There's always somebody who's helping. You know, it was like he was kind of like reality TV before there was really reality TV. He was like he was the original TV. social yeah. media. Yeah. He really, really was. And like, I don't think there would be like a TMZ had it not be, been for him. Like he's he was really the pioneer and going to his house was really cool because I was, again, I was trying to act like I was totally fine with it. Um, but you know, I'm looking around, there's like pictures of him and Britney Spears, pictures of him and JLo, like him and Katy Perry. There's like awards and stuff all over the place. And I'm just like, wow, this is really a pop culture, like icon. Yeah, absolutely. He really, really is. And he's such a nice person and he's so cool to hang out with. He's easy to hang out with. He's like a real like down to earth person. He's a, did he's you, a great father. Did you meet his mom? Yeah, you did. Yeah, she she's she's so awesome. be- um she is and she's like beautiful in person. She is beautiful. She's and so his beautiful. kids are so cute and nice. It was just I was so thankful and happy to be out there. It was so cool. That is. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I need to get out to Cali. I've never been. Yeah. The furthest I've been out to the West Coast was Utah, which was incredible. But I really, really want to see Cali. I have a lot of friends out there, some family. Oh, my God. Just go. What are you waiting for? Just get out there and go. I don't know. I don't love to travel. I don't really love to fly. So that's really my excuse. I'm like, eh, it's a little far. It's a lot of, I heard there's a lot of turbulence on the way out there. Was there? There was. I I actually had some turbulence, but like, I don't know. Again, I'm just like, you know, whatever, like, try not to worry about it. I'm like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I'm like... Have a cocktail? Yeah, cocktail or not. I'm like, boop. Hi, I just wanted (laughs) to know why you're a flight attendant. I was just wondering. And they were like, what? I'm like, I was just wondering, like, why you're a flight attendant. And they, they, like, look at me like I have 10 heads. I just freak out. It it freaks me. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah, no, absolutely worth it. All right. So, cookbook coming out in November. Cookbook coming out November 1st. Pre-order your copy of Fast, Simple, Delicious today on aldentediva.com. How awesome. That was perfect. How awesome (laughs) that it's coming out November 1st, literally like ready for entertaining season of holidays, right? It is so cool. I I love it. And plus October, like October is my favorite month ever. I'm going to do a lot of Halloween content this month. And then it's like, then I can get into book mode right on the first. It's perfect. Yeah. I love it. It's so love. perfect. Halloween content is so fun. I dressed oh up my God, it like is. twice last year. I love, love, love it. I already have one in mind. I do. Halloween is my favorite. Like the first I'm going to be decorating this whole place. I love the kids. I love when my like niece comes over and I love it. I do a spooky wine night with all my girlfriends at like the 25th of October every year. So like it's so much fun. It just, it's the best month. It's That's the greatest. The weather is nice. It is. It's awesome. So Thanksgiving or Christmas is not your favorite? I actually really dislike Thanksgiving. Wow. I don't like Thanksgiving food. I don't like turkey. Like I'll eat ham. Ham is fine, but I don't okay. like like green bean casseroles and like all of that. Like I, no thanks. Like I don't find it particularly great. Like it's nice to see my family, but I'm going to see them in 
you know, the next month for Christmas. I love yeah. Christmas. I love Chris. I do Christmas Eve every year and it's like my favorite thing in the world. But Thanksgiving, I'm like, oh, I'm just like bored. Turkey never tastes that great to me. No, I am. Mashed potatoes. I'm a huge Thanksgiving fan. Huge. Or my dad loves it too. It's like his favorite holiday. Yeah, it was my dad's favorite. Um, And I think that I just, I'm a big fan of the Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. feast. I am. Like the sweet potatoes. My mom puts enough brown sugar on there for probably like 17 (laughs) people. I'm not even But you're supposed to splurge. You're supposed to splurge. It's it's the holiday to eat. Yeah. Her stuffing has heavy cream in it and 26 of butter. Oh, wow. I can't even tell you. So she's the one that cooks always since I was mm-hmm. a little girl. I will never forget waking up and smelling the butter and the onions and the celery for the stuffing. Like Aww. every morning. Yeah. So to me, Thanksgiving reminds me of childhood just even mm-hmm. by the smell of it. So I do not cook for Thanksgiving. She's literally in her late 70s and she still wants to you know, do it all. And so she also does Christmas Day. She does like a huge pot of sauce and like raviolis and like the whole nine. Um, well, we can relate to that because I feel like cooking for people you love is so rewarding. So she probably yeah. loves that she gets to cook for you guys and that you guys are all there. And, like, and then she'll so have, sweet. yeah, she'll have like a sliver of turkey. And I'm like, mommy, you're not even eating. She's like, no, 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 I'm good. As I'm eating enough for all of us, like all of us <laughs> together. Um, she must so, yeah. love it. So how proud are you, though? Like, you're going to have a cookbook. Does it feel, like, crazy? I'm really, really excited, but I feel like I have, like, a serious case of imposter syndrome with, like, all this stuff. Like, that Netflix show is coming out on October 12th, and, like, I still, like, don't believe it. Like, I know that I wrote the book. Like, I know I put all the work into it. I know, like, that it took – like, I know that I did it, but I feel like until I actually see it in my hands, like, have a physical copy, like – it's like not going to like click in my brain yet because I'm like, you know, talking to people. Like I went out to Cali, my friends introducing me to her friends and she's like, oh, this is Tara. She blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, she has a cookbook. And I'm like, shit, I have a cookbook. It's awesome. Like I really do. Yeah. I really, and so I'm really excited about it. I hope people like it. Um, they will love it. I hope they do. And, you know, um, it's a bit, it was a goal of mine, like forever. I would have always loved to have this. And like social media just gave me like an avenue to actually make it I happen. So I'm really happy. Say, I swear I was just going <laughs> to say those words. So basically, do you feel, that's what I was going to say. So basically you feel like, would this have happened without social media for you? No, never. No. Never, never. Okay. Never so. would have happened because they, they pursued me and they, the, um, they came after me, the publishing company. So I wouldn't have like scouted people out and I wouldn't have self-published or anything like oh, that. I they just made that. it Yeah, they just made it super easy for me. Um my editor was a like a I don't know what's the follower of whatever you want to call it of mine. Um and she'd been fo- following me for a couple of years and she's like I really like your content. We'd love to work with you and you're going to be working directly with me and I'm like I could do that. Sure, let's do this. So it's 60 recipes, only 10 of them I've used from social media. And I have like the chapter food gone famous. Cause I chose like 10 of my most viral videos and yes. recipes to put in that chapter. So all the other chapters are like recipes that I either never shared before, like ever like chicken cordon bleu or sausage bread, or some of my mom's like veal marengo and stuff that I've had since I was a kid. And then all the other recipes are all brand new recipes that I just made up. Like, yeah, now I'm starving. So- I want sausage. <laughs> I want sausage bread right now. Oh my that god, sounds it's so amazing! Good. It's so good. All right, so since you know this has helped your success immensely, what is your favorite part of the social media success? And then, is there a downside in your opinion? So, two parts to this one. 
What do you feel like is like the best right part now, of it and the worst? If you would have asked me maybe five years ago, it would be different. And I don't know how people are going to perceive this, if I'm going to get hate for this or not. But the best part of the social media thing for me right now in this moment, because I've already cultivated my relationships. And I want to be clear about that because I don't want to get any flack from anybody saying, how come you didn't mention the relationships? My, my relationships for the most part are already made. So right now for me, the best part of social media is the money. Yeah. Like. I mean, if I can do this and be a mom and, you know, still take care of my two kids, I have a four-year-old, I have an eight-year-old special needs kid. I still hang out with my friends all the time. I still keep my house clean. I still like, you know, um, try to be like a good daughter, be a good sister. Like I can live my life, do what I have to do and still make like a sustainable income is freaking awesome. Like when people say, you know, do what you love and the money will come. I'm at that point where the money is coming now. So and you get to do and I'm doing what I love. Yeah. So that for me is the best part. Okay. And so what do you feel like? Is there any downside to it? Um, in your opinion, I feel like not, no, not really. It just, I, I wish that people understood sometimes and it's not really like, just because we're talking about it now, it's not something that I would ever even like really bring up to like, even have a casual conversation with somebody about, but I think there's like a certain kind of like stigma and like people kind of think like social media is not real work. And like, I feel like some people don't understand all that goes into it. Like I'm not just great. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not just making like, let's just say the chicken. I keep bringing up the freaking chicken cutlets, but you know, I'm not just sitting here. (laughs) I'm not just making chicken cutlets. I'm, you know, I'm editing videos, I'm voiceovering videos, and there's all a technique to it. Like, how am I going to grab the audience in the beginning? Like, I'm trying to, like, make my lighting right. I'm trying to get, like, you know, my phone cameras that are right. I'm trying to think of the next thing to do. I'm trying to think of what people want to see. And by the time I actually have a video concept in my head, go cook, do all that stuff, it's, it's not, like, as easy. I feel like people just think, oh, it must be so nice to just, like, make videos and have all these opportunities. But, like, it's not, it's not as no. easy as There's you just a think lot. it is. There's a lot that goes behind it. There's a lot of hard work. Yes, we are still just cooking for our family because I had met a girl from school in TJ Maxx, and she was like, so, like, I don't get it. Like, how do you have time? I don't have time for all that. She's like, I don't know how you have time for all that. And I'm like, well, I'm cooking regardless. Like, we're still yeah. eating at home. But there is so much behind it. And once you get the, into the groove, we get better and better at it. Like we it's said, it's not before. for everybody. It's yeah, not it's for everybody. But you're right. There is that part where people don't understand it. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really care if they know if I'm making money or not, because mm-hmm. I'm still getting to do what I love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think that a lot of people understand it. The majority of people that aren't in the social media world do not get it. A lot of people don't get it. And I feel like, you know, I've been around a couple people, like not a ton and not to the point where I felt like I had to like speak up and say something, but I've been um, around a couple people that have been like talking about TikTok um, and just like being like, oh, and like TikTok is my bread and butter. That's like where I have the most followers. That's where most of my ads I do is from there. Um, And like, you know, people like casually don't even realize what they're saying, but they're like, oh, that app, like I could never, what like, you know, like talk like, talk smack on the app and stuff. And I'm like, listen, I could talk as much smack as you want, but this is what's, you know, this is where I'm like thriving over here. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes people will try to make it like, oh, but that's for kids or that's, you know, who has time to just scroll through social media all the time. And 
to that, I'm always like, hey, I'm doing research. <laughs> you, yeah. You're scrolling through social media, yeah. looking at looking at memes and doing whatever you're doing. I'm doing research for my next video. So let me scroll as long as I want to and check out everyone else's stuff. Yeah. I'm working. I'm working here. <laughs> so you had mentioned that you have a special needs son. Yes. How is that? How is he doing? He's he's good. I have an eight-year-old um, with autism. It's moderate. And he is like technically nonverbal. So, you know, it's it's ups and downs. He has his good days. He has his bad days, just like any other kid. Um, it's just his bad days are really bad, I feel like. And, um, you know, I'm always super grateful for his good, for his good days. And he's in general, a very pleasant, very sweet kid. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to keep him happy and thriving really at this point. Yeah. That's, that's Mm -hmm. all we want, right. For our kids to just be thriving. I'm sure it's going to be, um, a different type of thriving than you had, you know, thought about when you were pregnant or, you know. Yeah. It's such a trip. Like it really is like. How did you get through that part? I don't know if I did. (laughs) I I feel like I'm still, I feel like it's going to be something that's with me forever. Um, I think, you know, I take it day by day now, but like when diagnosis and stuff time was happening, I was like going like hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second, sometimes, sometimes like, you know, at some points because it was, it was heavy to handle. I never expected it. I, always in my head was like, Oh, I'm going to have like four or five kids. And that was my plan. You know, I'm going to have all these kids. And I always thought I'd have boys and like, you know, be cooking for like a bunch of like kids, like juggling, like soccer practice and football, and like all this stuff and have like a big like gang of children. But, um, you know, obviously my first being diagnosed with autism threw a wrench into all that. And it kind of like, I went, it like fucked me up for a while. And I I went understandably. Yeah. As a mom, I get that. Yeah, because I never had anything. I mean, I'd have, I'd had like deaths, like of grandparents and stuff like that. But I lived like a pretty comfortable life my whole life. I never really like had anything major happen to me, and this was so unexpected. Like it wasn't even on my radar that like something. You know, I did everything right when I was pregnant. I took every test in the world. I like you know stayed away from shellfish. I didn't go anywhere. Like I took being pregnant so seriously, and then. You know, when that happened, I was kind of like, it's such a weird thing what happens because you like mourn or I at least mourned my idea of what being a mother was going to look like. Because after that, I wasn't sure if I was even going to have any other kids because you have a 10% higher risk of having an autistic child after you have one already. And um, not saying that I'm not happy that I have him or anything like that, but I was just like, you know, can I handle two kids with autism? You know, yeah. I-, I mean, that's that's absolutely something that I think most parents of, of a child, you know, that, that they have autism. Yeah, that you're definitely not the only one that has thought that. I've yeah, heard that I, before. It's it's like a lot to think about, and I'm like, okay, the whole idea of me being this mom to like all these like kids is dead. Um, you know. I might only be a mother of one child and, you know, is he ever going to go to prom? Is he ever going to have friends over? Is he going to have birthday parties? Like is, you know, down to like the most basic thing. Like, is he going to be able to tell me about his day? Like, Hey, how was school today? And have him be able to respond. Am I ever going to hear him say, I love you, mom. Like, you know, or talk to me, like just everything that I took for granted that I didn't even expect 
suspect it was a possibility of it being taken away from me. I had to be like, okay, so that's not the way that it's going to go. And I let myself go through it like I, I did. And then I'm like, this is not me. Like I'm not going to be like down in the dumps, like forever. Like I can't do that. And I'm like, you know, I'm the mom, I'm the head of the house. Like a lot of people think that the guy is, but like the mom's mood dictates like everything I feel like in, in the home. So I'm like, if I like crumble and I break and I crack, like everyone's going to follow suit, like from me. And like, I don't want my parents worrying about me. I don't want anything. And I'm like, you know, it's not what I expected. It's a different life. But like, I asked God for, for a child. I got a child. This is what you don't get to pick what you get or who you get or what your circumstances. And I'm just going to make the absolute best of this situation that I possibly can. And, you know, back then I was scared of autism because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what it looked like. Um, I had no experience with autism whatsoever. So I'm like, shit, can I even do this? Like, am I going to be all right? Like, am I going to be a good mom to him? Like, and, and be able to, to sat like to satisfy his needs and keep him happy. And now that I'm eight years into it, I'm not scared of it anymore. I like, I like just, I don't know, it just changed my perspective and stuff. And yeah. just, I feel so, like it helped me be like, stay positive. You know what I mean? I was just going to say that you chose to be strong and you chose not to let it break you. Yeah. And you continued to keep pushing and you are an incredible mom and he's thriving. Thank you. Do you ever like sit down and just think about how proud you should be of yourself, of what you've been through, how good you're handling it and, and you're an incredible mom and you're successful and you're doing what you love and you're able to balance it all and, and you're actually like succeeding? Thank you. I never do that. I'm just not that again, like it's just not in me. Like I'm always the type of person that can, will always think I could like be doing more, be doing better, be more successful, be making more money, be seeing my friend, be a better friend, be a better daughter, be a better this. Like I never rest. And my husband tells me all the time. It's like my, it's like for me, I think it's a wonderful treat because I'm always going, but for people that don't have that kind of like mentality, it's like, I'll have like a goal, like, all right, I want like 1000 subscribers on my website by the end of the month and then I'll get it. And he'll be like, that's awesome. You got a thousand subscribers on your website by the end of the month. You did it. And I'm like, great. Now let's get to 1500. Yeah, no, see, that's good. Don't stop doing that. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, you need to chill out. You need to be happy. No, you know, but you're a hustler. You're a go-getter. You want to keep going. You don't want to just settle for what you have, but what Mm -hmm. you've gone through not just, you know, as a mom, you should really be super proud of yourself. Thank you. you have a cookbook I coming it. out. You're balancing you. life, you know, in general, super busy, pushing out content, doing amazing things. So yeah, you should absolutely uh, give yourself some grace. You're Thank y'all. It. I'll give yeah. a little pat on the back right now. Thank you. You too, though. I'm trying over here. You know, all right. So I hear you. How I like to end each episode is with a little game called Under Fire. So it's going to be three questions, and you can only answer it with one word for each question. Now, okay. Nobody's really aced this yet. So if you can, it's totally <laughs> it's hard. hard. <laughs> yeah. For right, talkers, here we go. It's, it's, one word is tough. Yes. Everyone's like, so can I give you two? All right. So here we go. What is one word that best describes you as a whole? Shit. Um, I just felt like Pat Sajak. I don't know why. One word that best describes me? Aquarius. 
Okay. So that describes you as a whole. So you feel like you are the epitome of an Aquarius. Absolutely. All right. I love it. All right. So if you had to use only one ingredient in every single thing you made for the rest of your life, what would it be? And you have to use this one ingredient every day. Salt. Salt. Yeah. We really can't do anything without salt. Mm-mm. I should have said not salt or pepper, but you know, I didn't. So you, you get to run with salt. All right. We already touched on this. You did an under fire question. Ooh. What holiday brings you the most happiness? Halloween. Halloween. All right. And I'm going to add a couple extra words. Halloween all day, every day. Okay. All right. And then I have a bonus question. Great. Where can you find the best pizza or bagels and why New York? <laughs> such, a, <laughs> such a New York thing to say. I mean, you know, it's really good. Listen, I am so so far up North Jersey that the next town over from me, from me is New York. And I would love to challenge you to, a, is it a New York bagel and pizza or is it a New Jersey bagel or pizza? And put Jersey and New York slices in front of both of us and have a blind taste test and see if you could tell me which is from New York and which is from New Jersey because I bet you can't tell. Okay. Absolutely. We're going to do that. So yes. wherever, if you come to me or I come to you or whatever, we're going to have to let you, if I come to you, we're going to have to let your pizza sit out just as long as my set out or whatever. Totally fair. It okay. has to be even. Yes. Um, I'm sure New York's going to win, but I'm totally down to do it. <laughs> I think that we, yeah, both have, we both have similar water. So I think that's definitely yes. our secret. But for um, sure I is. am so down for that. And we're going to have to plan it. It's a date. I would love to do it. I feel like it'd be so great. Well, I just want to thank you for being here on Absolute Fire, sharing your story, sharing your insight. Um, you're an incredible woman. You're doing amazing thank things you. as a mom and as a social media diva. So I appreciate you being here so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I wish you nothing but the best. I mean, before this podcast, we had like a loose social media friendship. And you've always been so supportive and awesome. Um, and I just appreciate your support. I'm going to support you as much as I can through the podcast. I wish you nothing but the best of luck. And I hope this blows up and I'm sure it will. Thanks so much, Tara. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the show and are leaving with a full tank of fuel. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and share if you loved Absolute Fire. I appreciate it. If you want to leave a review, that would be awesome as well. Sending love if you want to find me on Instagram, Absolute Fire Podcast. See you next week. 